following is not professional consultation. We share our viewpoints and experiences. It's up to you to decide how to receive this information to best suit your life. Take it or leave it. What the sex? You've tuned into What the Sex, starring the BAMF, JP Severs, and Double D, Sarah D. This has explicit content not suited for an audience under 18. Topics ranging from being single, flirting, dating, relationships, love, and of course, fucking brings out from which they came. Do's and don'ts, and it's all just between us, the sheets, and anywhere else we fancy. So lay on back and brace yourselves because we're biters. Welcome to this fuckable edition of What the Sex. I'm Sarah D. And I'm JP. Powered by BAMPSwag.net. For all your t-shirt needs. Well, I think, you know, with, with the response that we're getting, I think it's already time for us to do the the check the sack because uh, I've got a few more questions and I felt like um, some of them were, were a good segue into this week's episode, which is, you know, dating, how to date, who to date, why to date, and, and, and so forth. And so I thought we could just, you know, start with some questions and go from there. Ooh, I love playing what's in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think it's so much a question. <laughs> oh, you know what's in the sack. That's a true story. <laughs> Bunch of excitement. But 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 as we've discussed before, the mystery is salty or sweet. Depends on what you eat. Exactly. All right. So the first one is from Anonymous. Um, the only thing that I can divulge is that it is a, a woman asking the question. That will help answering the question, I think, a little bit better. But other than that, I can't say who or what. But So the first one is, I'm into this guy, and I think he likes me too, but he won't make a move. What the fuck do I do? <laughs> oh, do you want to take this one first? It is a great question, but I, I think the dynamics are so intricate. I wish he would have, you know, tried to explain a little bit more into this situation. Like, yeah, you know, obviously they're in similar circles if she has a feeling he's into her. But just how close are their circles? Like, are they best friends? Is it a fucking neighbor? You know, <laughs> is it is it a coworker? Like, you know, we, we don't know the specifics. I think if she's got an inkling that he is into her, I think at that stage, stage she may need to nudge it a little bit without being too obvious but to like go out of her way to talk to him or send a silly text and just like hey what are you doing i'm bored what's up i agree i think she needs to get the conversation started if she thinks he might be into her open up the conversation like you said send him a text there's so much you can do on social media nowadays right. if you're friends right. with him on facebook you can send him a facebook message but you know now you can insert those little gifts you know what right. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And it could be like a cutie thing and see how he responds to it. Right. So, I mean, there are subtle ways, especially with social media, to be able to get around with that. But you're right. It's kind of just like you had mentioned. There's not a lot of details. Do you work with this person? If you work with them, that's a whole different other ballgame. Well, and the thing is, you, you know, I, I understand that, you know, one of the few things I've noticed that no matter what decade we're in or what century even, the responsibility of initiating has usually fallen on the guy uh, yes 100 and and, and and you know i'm not trying to exclude homosexuals or the lesbian community but i you know i mean but obviously in in a traditional man and woman relationship it's the it falls on the guy yeah not often do you really have a female who is very much forward type person that'll just come which out. is which is just amazing that lesbians find each other yeah <laughs> 
That's that, so true. That's the real miracle. I know, and you would think like gay men would just all you oh. know be all over each other. Oh, well, they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, think about it because they're they're still men. They have the male sex drive. Yeah. But they don't have the restraints that heterosexual women put on them. Gay men run buck fucking wild. <laughs> I love me some gay men. I'm definitely a fan of them. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan. <laughs> but yeah. no, with her, I think she should put her big girl panties on. And I think she should ask him, you know, do you want to go out on a date? Do you want to watch a movie? We talked about that well, before. But a quote unquote movie. <laughs> well, but I think that might be too direct. Because then that's basically her asking him out. And it so just, I, I, th I think it depends. I mean, you know, if, if she can work it out to where she can do that, that's great. But and I she, think if she's even asking this question, she's not that type of person. Yeah, that's true. So maybe she just should be, she should send a little cutesy text, like you said. Or if she's on social media with him, like maybe a little cutesy gift, you know, a gift and see how he responds to it. And then that might open up the topic of their relationship. Is, is Facebook poking out of style? Oh God! Yes, <laughs> that was that was out of style before it even came into style. I mean, if you have like your grandparents poking you on Facebook, you know, right you next know to the one left. you're trying to fucking smash. Exactly, you know that it's it's time for that movement to go. Oh, I got poked today, Grandma. Get off me! <laughs> so. Oh, but that's a good question. That's definitely was a very good question. I I I don't know that it's over. I think there's 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 ways around it. I mean, you know, you can you can just strike up conversation. It doesn't have to be about anything sexual or you know something no. that's intimate between them. You really just need. I mean, if he's not going to, because it sounds like maybe he's nervous about something, or maybe he's got you know insecurities and he's not sure and doesn't want to get rejected either. That maybe he's just you know not really good at reading it right now. And men sometimes times aren't that good at reading female signals because well that's because men use logic <laughs> <laughs> no you know what one of my favorite quotes from a movie is from as good as it gets that woman asked jack nicholson you know obviously it's in character but how do you write women so well how do you understand them and he says i look at a man and i take away reason and accountability and then you get a female <laughs> okay I just think that I mean, I, know, it, I, it, I think a lot of it is, is ingrained because of the way fairy tales are designed. You just have to be pretty and singing is optional singing is and you get the prince fucking charming. I don't think it's that easy. Fairy tales are what screw us up. Fairy that's tales what, are that's what I'm saying is that I know everybody, they, everybody is ingrained as children that this is how women find the love of their life and don't know how to put any effort into it. They just expect it. And for and considering, you know, you know, women sadly are the ones objectified. It's the guys that stalk its pry. You just went <laughs> Australian there. <laughs> like a jungle cat. Look at them in their natural habitat. So but, re reread the question for me one more time. Because she's okay. got me. Yeah. I, I'm into this guy and I think he likes me too, but he won't make a move. What the fuck do I do? She needs to make the move she needs to make the move she just needs to be direct 
be forward, make the move. Okay, well, you heard it. Yes. Get out of your comfort zone because if you do like this guy and you're tripping off whether or not, he obviously means something to you. So, you know, worst case, you're wrong. But if you're wrong, see, the good news is if he's not the one, at least you know that now. It'll save you a whole lot more time and you can start trying to focus on somebody else that might be the one. Perfect. Exactly. She cannot sit here for the next three months waiting to see is he or isn't he? Is he or isn't he? Like she, like you said, she just needs to find out. You know, if he's been talking to her and there's obviously that tension, he probably does like her in return, but she's not going to know unless she makes the move. The men can't always be the one to make that first move. No, ladies, it's in your hands. That's legit because it is very difficult. No matter how good you look, I mean, no matter how good the guy feels he looks, no matter how attractive the woman is, it's not easy. No, because we've talked about this before. Women only have to choose. Yeah. Guys have to be the one to get rejected after rejection if it doesn't work out. They're the ones leaving, you know, leaving the situation fucking bruised. And it's so, and it's time, ladies, that you pick up some of that slack from the men. <laughs> we we need to get bruised. Well, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's and that's legit. You know, as far as relationship goes, you know, w- you know, everybody, you know, women claim, and you know, some guys too, but women claim like, you know, it's not fair. It's not this relationship isn't fifty fifty, but it's like you had nothing to do with the the initiation yeah all you had to do was say yes or no exactly we had to plan out everything because not only do we have to find a way to ask you out and be all clever and unique but to also do it where we're not overbearing that we don't smell that we that we look nice But do men really go all that out anymore? Did Has social media ruined that part of relationships? I, I don't think across the board, but you're right. Because, but again, this goes back to, you know, the way it's marketed to, to especially female children. They have a certain outlook on what it takes and, and everything's perceived based on appearance. Yeah. And so, yeah, a guy doesn't have to have a fucking brain. And I've seen it way too many times. It's disgusting that women will choose the guy who looks great you know the fucking Brad Pitt of their high school but but can't talk his way out of a math problem <laughs> that's true and you gotta blame you know Tinder is kind of that way too I mean you're swiping left and right without even knowing who this person is this is the hookup generation I don't need to know you, you I don't even really need to know your fucking name as exactly. long as you're willing to get down oh you're within five miles of me Swipe. wait do they swipe right I feel old do they <laughs> Is yes a swipe I, right? I have I have no fucking clue because I've never no. I've never used Tinder, so I I've heard of it, but yeah, that's not something I've. I mean, because the last thing I mean, cause this this will date me. The only thing even closely resembling that was hot or not. <gasps> I was totally on hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> so that dates me as well. Well, if you really want to go bad. <laughs> If you really want to date me, I AOL. <laughs> Do you accept this? I am yes. Age, sex, location. <laughs> That's like fucking high school with the will you go out and check yes or no? Or that little oh, what was those things called? Screw it, I'll have to remember it and, and mention it another time. Okay. But yes, the check yes or no. <sighs> In fourth grade, passing that. Give this to Joey. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That was the that was the initial texting. Yes, the initial everything. Oh, I feel so old now, and I'm really not. Or the cootie catcher to decide who you're going to end up with in life. Did you ever get your cootie shot? Did you get it? Is that actually a thing? 
You didn't ever got a cootie shot? I don't remember if I did. I'm, that's why I'm asking. Oh, my goodness. Yes, if boys had cooties and they touched you, then you had to go get a cootie shot so you wouldn't get cooties. But how do you go and get a cootie shot? Well, you'd really just go up to your friend and then make an X on your arm and say, cootie shot, cootie shot. Uh, okay, see, I had no idea. <laughs> I guess it was a female thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see Well, yeah, it. well, yeah, it's more important to women. The guys are just fucking carriers. We don't, we don't care. <laughs> just carriers. <laughs> I ain't using it. You can have some. <laughs> Always wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little there's a little commercial for you right a, a psa is that service, what they yeah. <laughs> yeah. public service announcement always mm. use condoms <laughs> this is your sex life okay so if you're listening anonymous break the mold grow a pair and, and go after them yes and then let us know what happens well yeah of course if you want to write back in you can just you know repeat your same question and then give us how it turned out and don't be a not well you can be anonymous all you want but if it works let us know who you are <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she said that without even giving any explanation why <laughs> why no therefore i am therefore i say so do that's that's how yeah. us females are now well, that was your advice. That makes sense. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, do you, do you want to do you want to read the next uh, next one in the sack? The next one in the sack. <laughs> okay. The next one. Let me see what I got here. Okay. She did. She. This one gave her name. This one. Okay. <laughs> this one was okay with her name. So Stacy wants to know how soon in a relationship should they meet the family? See, I I think that's a case by case basis. Explain. Well, because some relate. I mean, sadly, you know, I'm I'm not for this, but sadly, not all relationships are even planned to make it that far and sometimes you just kind of get stuck in a, in a place where you don't want to be completely single but you don't want you know that you but you don't want to commit either and so there's this gray area where you know if it ain't broke don't fix it you know she's still hanging around you know let's just keep playing but then you know and and it also works reverse you know the women will think that way and the guys like wanting more and not getting it so you know it, it does vary i'm not trying to be you know gender biased yeah but what ends up happening is one of them wants to go further and it kind of you know pushes the other one against their will so to speak because they don't want to be completely single either but they don't want to hurt them and so it just kind of go you know everybody ends up taking and pushing and pulling an inch beyond their comfort zone for the other person and then you know they look back and they don't know where the fuck they started but meeting meeting the family is is it can be a big deal yeah I mean, I guess whenever I've brought men around to meet my family, just because I have such a large family as it is, right. and they are very intimidating. If I brought you to my family, you on Christmas, <laughs> you would be meeting, no, no joke, you would be meeting like 90 people at one time. Can you That's... imagine that? 90 people at one. It's insane. So I, my limit was always, if I haven't been with them for more than a year, I, I mean, we weren't, we weren't going to that level. You know, I wasn't going right. to bring somebody around. I only knew for like four months. Well, you mentioned Christmas, but what about Thanksgiving? See, I actually probably wouldn't bring someone I, you know, have been with to Christmas because for me, Christmas is like our family's holiday. You know, I would maybe bring them to like a barbecue. Sometimes we'll do random barbecues and get everybody together and right. bring them to that. Thanksgiving is kind of that test holiday, in my opinion. You know, you, it's not so, it's Christmas. It's just, I don't know. It's Christmas is very family oriented. Thanksgiving is, let's watch football. Someone's going to get drunk and get into a fight <laughs> over, <laughs> over something stupid. You know, there'll be some type of argument. But when Grandma, Christmas, take it yes. easy. 
<laughs> put the jack down. <laughs> I don't but, care if you like the Niners. They're not even playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But on Christmas, everyone's trying to like be one with Jesus. So <laughs> they, they're all in a good mood. Right. It's, it's very family-oriented. So I would say... I mean, if you really think this person's the one, bring right. them around. But other than that, don't just keep bringing randoms around your family. Well, so. well, no, of course not. Because then it's like, what happened? You know, last time I saw you, it was Tim. And this week, it's John. What the hell are you doing? I know. And then you have the whore status in your right. family. <laughs> right. Unless you like that type of thing, then go for it. But Yeah, if you're willing to put up with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, it also depends on what time of year you get with the person. Because if you start seeing them in November. No, that's too soon, in my opinion. Exactly. So, Unless you're those type of people who get married in like 30 days of meeting somebody, then... Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's assuming it's a new relationship and a, and a new person altogether because who knows maybe you uh you know you knew them beforehand just not as intimately yeah if it was like a good friend that you've known for 10 years and your family maybe has already met them so but if it's a new hi we just met at a friend's house a couple of weeks ago right eh, a little too soon to meet the fam the family's well, ready to meet all at once yes maybe a dinner with like your sister or your brother i think that's always a good place to start maybe yeah. go out to maybe you'll get a drink and invite your sister you know something like that or your brothers you know okay. invite them. okay but what if you're an only child if you're an only child maybe like your best friend someone okay. who's like a family member okay it's, maybe that's kind of like meeting the family because there's some people who they they don't really have family so right. their friends are their family so yeah. you invite them around that's true test the waters without you know trying to make it too judgy exactly because it's one i mean because that and that's a that's a lot of pressure too because to, to meet someone's best friend it's like i'm being stacked up against everybody else that she's been with and they just look at you even you know even if they like you they're looking at you like don't fuck this up <laughs> I remember dating a guy who was previously married yeah. and oh, try meeting those friends and not feeling like wh how and what they were in love with his ex-wife. And then oh. here comes me and I'm like, oh my God, what do I, how do I impress these people? You know, how do I not be the bitch and be like, you took our friend away. <laughs> but it wasn't my fault. Your friend was a whore. <laughs> so that's why they're no longer married. <laughs> but you can't say that. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, but that's just it. That's misplaced anger and bitterness on their part is that they're taking it out on you. But it's like, no, she's the reason I'm even an option. So. And I don't mean option, you know, derogatorily, of course, but I just have to make sure I point that out that you wouldn't be in that situation had she not fucked up in that situation. Don't blame me. I didn't do it. Yeah. I promise I'm the better one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you said used to date. So you, you apparently not. No, not anymore. <laughs> i was the better one in that moment but <laughs> better of the two better of the two yes exactly exactly i think i think that really is just a gut decision to make one way or another if you know if you meet them at you know at the time of big holidays i would postpone you know maybe maybe set some time aside during the day at, at, at whatever time where you guys can have your own little version but to not jump into you know let's go to your friend let's go to my friend let's go to my brothers and 
and his girlfriend's wives and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, that, that can be very daunting and stressful when you're still getting to know that person. And when you get invited, you know, it's, you, you, you end up, you know, being picked apart, you know, just by eyes and just trying to mm-hmm. see how the two of you, you know, connect with one another. It's like, oh, well, you know, Tim would hold her fucking hand. This guy doesn't. <laughs> They you won't know. be around next Christmas. Well, yeah, but see, at the same time, it's like maybe the guy in that early situation knows that it's a difficult adjustment, knowing that you guys invested however long in this other guy, that they, you know, maybe he's not doing those things as to not sort of rub it in your faces that now it's me. Yeah. And that should be taken into account, too, because sometimes people do rush in and don't think about it and just like, yeah, fuck it. Come meet my family. I dig you. And sometimes it works out. And obviously, sometimes it doesn't. That did not go quite- According to plan. Yeah. And it, and it, and it just, you know, there's so many variables. I would just go on your gut. If you, if, if you think you have to ask, then it maybe sounds like no. Yeah. I think you might, if, if you're, if you're questioning it, it's not the time. Right. And you would just, and, and then that's the hard part too, is that now you have to face that person and say, Hey, I, 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 don't think we should do this yet. I don't want, you know, there to be weirdness, but I'm still trying to get to know you myself and meeting <laughs> the family can be a big deal. And I don't want to commit to say, Hey, yeah, this is the guy I'm with. And then next week, you know, you put a, pull a gun on me or something, you know, it's, <laughs> There's so many variables. Like, I don't even, you know, what's your middle name? Like, fuck, this is too soon. And if you think it's too soon, just tell them that your aunt likes to get drunk and take her wig off. So you're really just not ready for for them to be. And we're not talking about the one on her head. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just not ready for that to happen yet. So... All right. Well, okay. I I've got another question. Okay. And and I and I and I'm loving the feedback. I'm I love that we're getting so many of these already. Like I was expecting to hold off on this segment for a while until we got a thing going. But you know, they're I'm coming excited. In. I love questions. Bring the questions. Okay. I like going. In, I like going in the sack. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right, this next one is from a guy named Cal. I'm 40 years old, and I feel like women and me just don't mix. Should I just give up? I don't know what else to do. I ain't Don Juan, but I'm not Shrek either. Cal. Okay, Cal. You feel like women and you just don't mix. Maybe you need to switch up the type of woman that you're trying to go after. Because obviously, if it's not working and you're 40, there might be something wrong with the type of girl you're looking for. Don't try so hard. Sometimes when you stop trying, maybe maybe you do need to give up because sometimes those are the best people that come along. When you stop looking and you're no longer trying, that person will just come out of nowhere and then there you right. are. Well, yeah, but you all- if you put all your focus into someone and you're, you know, you're either active about it or you're just thinking about it, it's consuming you and you're and if you're not getting anywhere, it's going to frustrate you and make you think worse of yourself. You know, sometimes you do have to step back as the cliche goes, the best things happen when you're not looking for it that's when you find it or maybe you do need to look back and step back and take a look at your life and see okay what type of job do i have a lot of people no offense but a lot of women in their 40s they want someone who's stable they want someone who's on their own they want someone who doesn't have you know 15 kids they want someone who's got a good income coming in. Well, and- well, to be fair, because of asshole guys, it's more it's more often women who have the fifteen kids. True, but that is a very guys are setting up the franchises, but they move on and merge in other directions. Yeah, so you got to make sure if he's got ten kids, he's got enough money to pay the child support. So. 
<laughs> but anyways, that way I he can add you to that list later. Anyway. <laughs> but if you're women, as they get older, become a lot more pickier. So I think you, that's the way I see it. You know, I'm in my, I'm 30 years old and as I've gotten older and so my friends, their priorities change. They're not looking for that hot guy they see across the bar. Doesn't matter. They need someone who's stable. They need someone who's going to be able to treat them as they should be treated and right. someone who knows what they want in their life. When you're 40, you should know what you want. But sometimes that's the best time to change up who you are because just because you're 40, you still got a whole life ahead of you. You still got another 40 years you can live. So. All right. Well, I, I have a statement to make. It's 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 sort of a quote. I don't know who said it. And I'm not saying that I necessarily agree, but I think it's it's at least something to contemplate. Okay. Basically paraphrasing here, picture that perfect someone that you want in your life. Okay. Wh whatever it is, whatever you, you see them being personality-wise, their looks, Right? You, you got mm -hmm. it? I got it. Is that person going to love you back? Ooh, I think I need to pull up a couch for this. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> is that person that you want, is that type of person going to want you for everything that you are? That is very good. I like that. Cal, I think you need to sit there. You need to write it all down and you need to know. Envision. And can you envision yourself with that person? Because you, because it's not just finding that one other person to fill the holes, and you know that's what I I hate about you know the whole concept of of dating and relationships because everybody's thinking that you know a relationship is to fill holes to pick up someone's slack. That's yeah. not what it. That's not what it should be about at all. You should be one hundred percent you with or without. You know another thing that bugs me is people are always searching for their soulmate. Sometimes right. you're not going to find that soulmate. And sometimes when you do find that soulmate, they're not necessarily going to be, they could be a friend that's going, that you can connect with. They don't necessarily have to be the one you're, you know, you fall in love with and you maybe potentially get married to. And I think that's a lot of people's problem is they're like, well, but what if, but what if, yeah, you have the but what ifs. There's billions of people in this world. There is no matter how much you love the person you're with, there's always going to be somebody out there that's better for you. But that doesn't mean that you're going to find them. And that doesn't mean that they're going to be the right person for you. So, so, right, so right in there, there's two cliches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's the grass is always greener. Yep. And then there's, there's endless amounts of fish in the sea. Yes. And those are the two cliches that I think a lot of people live, live with and a lot of people struggle with is they think the grass is going to be greener. Yeah, it might be greener for the first one or two months, but after that, it starts to die out. You go into droughts. The grass starts to turn brown. But you can't Well, just, yeah, sure, it looks yeah. great in the spring, but summer's around the corner. Exactly, and then comes fall and winter. Mm. So, well, if you're a place where you have snow, trust me, the grass <laughs> gets pretty ugly in the snow. So, but, A lot of yellow and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of brown that's found way down. So, oh, <laughs> and that's where the conversation turns. <laughs> All right, but really quickly, Cal, I would suggest you know you, you don't say anything about you. I don't know if you've got you know a, a steady job. I don't know if you have an apartment or a house. And frankly, you know, I I kind of agree with Sarah but I kind of don't like some of those things can be good. But again, I don't think you want a woman that's going to want you for your stuff. True. So if you have hobbies, you know, find ways to do those hobbies in public to see who else is into those same things, you know, look at Facebook groups and see if there's any meetups for any particular interest you have. 
and just kind of go from there. I mean, because, you know, opposites can attract, but you also need to have common ground so that you're not a complete mystery. You know, you need you need something that you can both relate to. And it's like, oh, I love this. And oh, that person has that passion, too. They totally get it. So you need, I mean, especially when you're trying to break the ice, it's much easier to do that if you both like or love the same fucking thing. So if it's bowling, go fucking bowling. You know, you you might get lucky, and I don't mean that, you know, sexually, but even just in general, you might find someone that you're willing to go up and approach. And and that's one of the things about dating. You don't need some fucking stupid pickup line. Mm-mm. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't need to be need to be cheesy or witty because charming, I think, yes. rules the day when you do it right. Charm, making somebody laugh. I will tell you, laughter has always been the key with me. I don't care how good looking you are, how non good looking you are. If you can make me laugh, I mean, we just steal the deal because <laughs> you could be on the lower end of the spectrum as far as looks but the second you can make me laugh to where i'm crying you just beat out any guy <laughs> who who has the abercrombie look so it, it right. doesn't matter at that point so so yeah start point. with start with finding a hobby that you have that you can do in public and just kind of scope it out i mean but again let it happen naturally you don't have to pre-plan and you know sweat your balls off about it just go out there and do what it is you love to do and the rest can fall into place you just need to give it time without putting too much stress on it i think i agree good luck even at at 40 you know you there's plenty of people that don't start life and and don't get married till in their 60s exactly you know people make mistakes when they're younger and you know everybody has their different experiences some some are far more fortunate than us but they got it at the tail end of their life like that's when all that hard work and suffering and sacrifice paid off is that, you know, just be grateful for what you do have. And when the right one comes, you'll know. Exactly. And don't think just because all your friends are with somebody that you need to be with somebody. It may, right. like you, like you said, it might not be your time. It yeah. might not be your time. I know somebody who was 82 years old and they got married, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know when love will find you. So, so, so don't give up, you know, if it's something that really matters to you. Just keep an open mind, but without making it your prime, your your primary thought. You know, just do you go to work. You know, eat, sleep, all all that good stuff. But in the meantime, explore your passions. Exactly. Don't let this. Yep, I agree. Don't go for the reach around just yet. We'll be right back after this commercial break. That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio. If you'd like to air a question with your voice on our show, film a video or record an audio file and send it to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com with no spaces or underscores. Must be 30 seconds or less. Tell us your name or that you want to be anonymous and then state your question. You can also write to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com or use the blog entry form at bampswag.net or through Twitter and Facebook. Many options, any of them will work. We hope to hear from you. Click the shopping cart link that's at the top of every BMSwag.net page and show your support for everything BMSwag does. As of the summer of 2015, it's a new store and lower prices while increasing the quality. There's never been a better time to show your support for everything that BMSwag does than right now. Swag it up. We're back from commercial break. I'm Sarah D. And I'm JP. And this is the What the Sex podcast. And so as we return... I, uh, you know, it it, kind of got me thinking, you know, with what we were talking about before with Cal, there is such an emphasis on time. Like, you know, if he's 40, you know, that's pushing it pretty late. He wants a family because it doesn't even say that. But like, what if he did? 
or does, you know, the the likelihood is that much worse. And and I feel for him. You know, I've I've been in situations where I had to give up on kids. Like it wasn't going to be options. And and I've had to do it more than once. And and, and that's what's so crazy is uh, you know, through the course of the relationships I've been in. My first relationship, I had to give up my dream to start a family. Then we broke up. And then, you know, by the time I had my next serious relationship, that woman came with two kids. Yeah. And she was tied pretty sure not to have any more. Then I lost that whole family. Right. So I, I, yeah. I became a, a father and then I lost the ability to be a father. And then I, I, I thought I had fallen in love with this woman and she came with two kids and it started off where, you know, there, there's a chance that we could still have a child. And then she had issues that she is no longer able to have children. And, you know, I, I again had to give up what I had just finally gotten hope back for. Yeah. And then that end- relationship ended. So then it was like, well, fuck, you know. And so <laughs> there, there, there's this constant, you know, I mean, because even my last girlfriend, she has the ability. She, you know, just again, as soon as the opportunity presents itself one more time, eh, fuck you, you know, and it's and it's taken away. Yeah. And, and you know, so I, I can just say by my experiences that, it, you know, it's been a very seesaw uh, emotional pull to be told, you know, you can't have kids. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. And, you know, it's it's not easy, but you got to go with what you're comfortable with. If, if, if you feel like right now is the time to give up, do it. You know, it's, yeah. you know, and obviously I'm not talking in terms of suicide, but but like, I, you know, just focus somewhere else. And, you know, when when you're in a better place, mentally, physically, whatever, it'll happen when it's meant to happen. And, you know, people want to argue about fate and destiny and, and they don't like it because it means that whatever it, whatever it is anybody's going to do, they're, they're already it's already been planned that they're going to do it. And it kind of takes away, you know, their perception of control. And it's like, no, that stuff was going to happen because you have the power to make that happen. Yeah. So the well, same so thing you- can be said p- for positive stuff as well as negative. I can feel you on the whole I like that you brought that topic up because that's definitely a good topic. And I I love that you feel me on the whole. (laughs) All day long, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But with with the whole note, the kid aspect. Right. I've known since I was 22, there's no way, no way I'm going to be able to have a child of my own. So that's something that I've immediately have always gone into relationship and not even like waited till the second date. I'm like, look, relate, you start, basically you start a relationship in the goals that this is going to be the person you're going to be with. Unless, unless you start, unless you set that boundary and just be like, look, we're here to have fun. It is what it is. Right. But if you're starting a relationship, in my eyes, I don't start one unless I think, hey, you're going you're gonna to be maybe my possible one. So right. if this is the case, let me just set this on the table for you, right next to the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there's no way I'm going to have kids. So if you want to have a kid naturally of your own, I'm not the one for you, you know? So maybe we need to reevaluate what's going to happen between us. But right. if it's something where you consider fostering or adopting, you right. know, and, and that's something you're comfortable with, then okay. But sometimes a lot of men aren't comfortable with that because they want to have a child who has their eyes or their nose or their family bloodline in them. You know, I, I've ran across well, that a lot. They, they so. do have surrogates. They, they, and exactly, they do have surrogates as well. But if you're a female who can't produce, 
then right. you know a surrogate's not exactly that what's in the cards for you because you can also try to find someone willing to be a surrogate that looks like the person you're with yeah and i mean you can still use your husband's sperm exactly. and, and have an and have an egg donor so you can still do that right. if that's something that you know somebody's hung up on but i just i i feel for you in your situation to where you come into a relationship with someone who already has kids and then right. those kids get taken away from you because you do build bonds in that yeah. situation and that's hard you know that's very hard when that's another probably a whole long topic of conversation of when do you introduce your child to the person you're with yeah it's, because uh, they, i i got the title very quickly even and i had it for about four years before it all came crumbling down oh that's uh and you know what's funny though is that you know in the beginning of our relationship when things were fine and there was no dispute she she mentioned hypothetically speaking that if things don't ever work out don't worry i will never take the kids away from you from now on you are their dad wow lying sack of bitch oh, i was be gonna say if she went through on that i would be surprised and okay. she and, and and she even used them after the fact to manipulate the 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 situation to get what she wants and still took them away. What a bitch! I mean, that just and shows was, what type of human you are if you use your children as and, a manipulation. And there, was, and there was nothing I could do about it because had they been my kids, obviously I, I could have fought. But because they're not, there's nothing on paper. I didn't I didn't officially adopt them. Yeah. I had no legs to stand on. I was just totally removed from the situation. And I'm sure the way she was or probably still is to a point, you know, anything that you know might come up about me, I'm the bad guy. Of course you are. Yeah. I hate women like that. That's just oh I'm not perfect, but I'm I don't believe I was the bad guy. And I, nobody is I went out of my way numerous times for a, a number of things, and I'm not even including it. I mean, because you know, there's already, you know, it, a lot of people look at it as a miracle that I would even do that, but I don't I don't see it that way. If you love someone and they have kids, then you know it is a package deal. I exactly I didn't do it to be a hero. I didn't do it to make myself feel better. I loved her. And, you know, the times that I got to spend with the kids early on, they, they were cool. One of them was very young. Um, so I, I, I got to I got to know the, you know, the little one pretty much from the get go. I mean, he was still in diapers. He couldn't even really talk yet. And uh, and that's what? sad for them. I mean, if he was that young and you were together for four years, I mean, his first memories yeah. are you. And it's like, that's just so hard to do. And, and the first time I saw him after the breakup, he actually clutched his his mom's hand, almost scared to address me. That's so that, sad. That, that that killed me, let alone whatever she told him to get him to do that. That women like that piss me off when they will sit there and downgrade the people they're with just to make their child not like somebody anymore. I mean, that's just even with people who I you know, I have guy friends and female friends who right. the baby mamas or the baby daddies. They'll always sit there and they'll dog the other person's relationship in front of their child. And you just don't do that. Right. You don't let the child determine for themselves. Don't sit there and be like, oh, well, daddy's girlfriend's a whore. So let's not like her. You know, but this was her foolproof idea, though, was that because of the, the locations, you know, of, of where I lived and where she moved to, there was no way for me to explain otherwise. So unless they as adults tried looking for me they will never know and her word is bond she's the type of people i like to punch in the face <laughs> <laughs>
and and there was something else. Oh, oh, by the way, yeah, we were together four years. She broke up with me. Three weeks later, she was with someone else in a relationship officially. That wow. She, that that she had known, you know, from her high school and grade school days, and they are married now. So they have their own kids. He came with one. Oh, he came with a kid. Plus her too. Wow. Do you ever? I'm not even gonna get. I'm not even gonna get into that. I was gonna say, do you think that she was talking to him during your relationship? That's awful quick. Three years later. I mean, three weeks later. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, I got accused of the same thing where I was talking to women, but I was just trying to make friends. You know, I had a very different yeah. sleeping schedule, and so I was up late and she wasn't. And you know, sometimes you know, in between projects, which I'm always doing, I just yes. felt like you know, a, a, any interaction is good. And you know, I. I do happen to talk to women better, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything is going on. And so, you know, around the time that she was accusing me of it, yeah, she she openly admitted that she had reconnected with this guy from her past. I had no problem problem with it because I I trusted her the the way I wanted her to trust me. But it was within a month of our breakup, and and then three weeks later, they're official on Facebook for the whole world to see. <laughs> That's my view on it. Well, I mean, you, just, the, you brought the, up a good topic, though. You did yeah. bring up a good topic. Can people like me and you be friends with people of the opposite sex? Yeah. I 100% agree with you, but there are so many people out there that will disagree. I mean, and you are the same person. We're, we're very much different, but we are the same person when it comes to that. I have always been around guys, raised around guys, neighborhood full of guys. I mean, I had a sister, but we didn't really talk. And right. I, I just naturally get along with men better and some people see that as a threat you know i've brought boyfriends around to meet my guy friends and the, and they found it as a threat they don't like the fact that i'll go you know when i was younger we would go to strip clubs and i would go with all my guy friends you know they didn't right. like that but that's to me it was another friday night and i was just hanging out with my guy friends uh, and i don't uh, I, you you mean your other options i no, they were they're friends for a reason, you know, and that's what that's what I would always try to tell them. If I wanted to date them, I would. And, I would and, have already and, done it. But well, but see, that's just it. Uh, the I mean, it's bad enough the way guys think because a lot of guys are friends with women just for the sake of being a predator down the road. <laughs> but see, women also have that disposition that 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 any guy friends that they have are are just a dick in a glass case, break open in case of emergency. Emergency. I don't agree with that. I don't. Well, which is fine because I'm not saying yeah. that it's true. I'm just saying it's optional that that's what some do think. I can sit here right now and think of all my guy friends and there's not one of them I can imagine hooking up with. Not one. That you can't imagine hooking up with. Yeah, I can't that, imagine. That doesn't that. mean that they're not imagining hooking up with you. Well, I already know that. You know, I've had some of my guy friends be like, oh, well, if given the chance, but that's men half the time. Anything with a hole that's wet, they're like, okay, <laughs> er, 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 you know, let's do it. So... <laughs> Well, if that were the case, then, you know, gay gay marriage would have been opened up years ago. <laughs> They're like, ooh, you've got a hole? Ooh, three holes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> airtight. Let's get this bitch airtight. And so. you want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I. And here's another part of that equation is the side of the male, because I can give you my perception. Yeah. Is that when, when, but see, once you have female friends, a lot of them get it. 
like they they understand that you are who you are you're kind i mean for me i'm kind of i'm kind of i don't even know what the what to call it like i'm when i'm friends with somebody i'm pretty androgynous like i don't sit there and play into you being a girl i'll just have normal conversation about shit regardless of gender or attraction any of that stuff but the problem i have is whenever i'm in in the realm of potentially making new female friends they're the ones that use the stigma as to give me the cold shoulder why because they think that i'm just trying to get in their pants just by being nice by by smiling or adding an lol to something or or you know just trying to strike up conversation and and they don't want to waste their time because they think i'm trying to get more than just getting to know them as friends as friends yeah so they think just because you might say something flirtatious or funny like our interactions what we have people be like oh they're just trying to get in each other's pants it's like no you can have a grown-up conversation and say and say lol and things like that and not think oh this person wants me you know it's 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 like that childish meme on facebook it's like oh she liked my post she wants the d (laughs) she wants all of it yeah Oh, she liked this post about soulmates. We're soulmates. Exactly. Oh, she feels like I do. I'm picturing the wedding now. It doesn't work like that. And see, that's the problem is that women are, you know, the, the way they're objectified and treated as the targets women automatically assume that they're being pursued and if they don't feel like they want that from that guy they cut the whole thing off and just very full of themselves almost but you don't think that the guys if i I, i'm a flirt all day long from sun up till sundown possibly in my dreams i might even sleep flirt (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but that doesn't mean that i want the person i mean i might send a cutesy little gif or something like this to this person but that's just my personality. So I well, but see, I also think it's in delivery, but because people are are so oblivious that they're not even registering it properly. Because it's like, even if I do make a sexual joke, I don't make it about them. I make it about something else in general. And they yeah. still take it as me talking about them. Maybe you should come with like a warning, <laughs> where you say, "I always um, try to warn them when I'm coming." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, does that mean you like me? Like, are we dating now? Because <laughs> you just said that. You're laughing, you're wet, you know. <laughs> oh my God, he's going to put a ring on it. <laughs> <Yep. excited. laughs> oh my God. No, I don't Here's think it's t- too soon to meet my mom at all. No. <laughs> Let's go out to dinner tomorrow. <laughs> she can help plan the wedding. But seriously, like, you know, and and in general, I tend to be the type of person that if I know someone's going through something, I will send them a, a, a private message or I'll text them. I'll do something. And I do it in a way that is low key, that it doesn't put them on the spot. Yeah. But I say, hey, I, I noticed something that you said. I heard something. I saw you post something, you know, whatever the case may be. I say, you know, I you, you look like you're going through something. Yeah. It looks like you have a good support system, but if you ever need someone else to to be around, I can be an ear. I've done that to men and women alike. Men respond, and even if they don't want to talk about it, they'll just say that they don't want to talk about it. But women will read whatever and just completely ignore me. That's rude. And it's the same, and it's basically the same fucking words I'm using for both genders. But because of the preconceived notion, women are less likely 
to come to me with any issues they have with anything. I I can I can I can know some about them. I can know very little and none of it none of it matters. They just don't want it they just don't. And I just kind of figure like I don't know for sure cuz obviously if they're not talking that they, you know, they're whatever about it. So I don't know what the actual answers are. I'm just assuming I'm I'm trying to make an educated guess out of their stupidity that just because I'm offering to, you know, listen to their problems that I'm trying to do anything beyond that. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, you give a cry for help and then I get, I offer it to you and then you don't want it. So fuck you. It's not that they don't want it, but unfortunately for your, for your race, your male race, you mean gender. Well, well, yes, yeah. I mean, your male gender. Most of you, when you come to us asking, "Oh, is everything okay? How are things?" That's trying for you to leeway into something else. So you can't blame them for that because a lot of men will use that to reel you in. But like I said, the leeway is 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 to become better friends. But see, some women don't see that because most exactly. Of- I agree with you. Yeah, but that's what I'm bitching about. Hello, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. You're about 45 minutes late. So. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you can make it. Sorry. I was getting drunk with your mom. So. <laughs> it just it just That could be taken a few different ways. Huh? <laughs> what do you I don't even want to know. I don't either. <laughs> but hey, we're just friends. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. Best, best. Oh, should we get like a best friend necklace? You be the buff, and I'll be the f. <laughs> Bamfies for life. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> well, I think it's you know what's fucked up about those necklaces is that some of them say best friends, but they cut it in half. One gets to you know just says friend. The other one says best. How lopsided is that shit? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. And then some of them just say BFF. So you right. get the buff and I get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to be the buff. So. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you say it like that, it sounds like you're about to throw up. Exactly. No, nobody wants to be vomit. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to be the booth in the relationship. <laughs> well, it's so, not a relationship. That's the point. Friendships can be relationships. No, I know what you mean. It, it's a, it was a play on words. Don't get so defense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I what the take... fuck does that mean? Exactly. I will take my fu- necklace back from you. <laughs> what the booth? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to change the show to what the booth. <laughs> can we put that on a shirt? What we the totally fuck? Oh, hashtag buy shirts in the BF. That yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Expect that by uh, the last week of March. Well, I'll figure. I'll try to figure something out. That'll be perfect. Oh. Because I still have to. I still have to post your the one that we talked about before. The the one that uh, I want to practice making babies with you. Oh. Because yeah. I told you I made it, but I didn't actually you know make it a shirt yet. Like it, the design's all done. But yeah, that's that's coming out very soon too. I definitely want to practice making babies with him. He is one fine hell of a man. Mm. Mm. Well, well, you mentioned a couple people, so it's not just one. But I know, but see, still, sadly, I know which one you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, does that mean we're getting married now? (laughs) We're telepathic together. Oh my god. 
Oh, can you read my mind? <laughs> no, I can just read your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it says take a number. Yeah. Now serving. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right. We'll take the next one in line then. 71. 71. 72. Yeah. I'll never get to that number. Oh, God, no. If I get to that number, I mean, you might as well just hang it up out to dry. <laughs> well, well, I might do that on its own. You, you might get that shit on strike, you know, just little picket signs down there. It's going to hold its own protest sign. <laughs> Did you know, fun fact. All right, here we go. <laughs> you might want to write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that as you get older, like like in your like 60s and 70s, your vagina can fall out? <laughs> <laughs> And too bad they they'll never see it. Um, I know. Okay, no wonder the guys die sooner, <laughs> so that they don't have to witness that. Yes, it can. Your your inside walls will literally start to come out the hole of your vagina. Okay, so. well, okay, okay, so you you mean expose and droop out, but I I thought you meant like completely fall oh, we can. off. I, no, it doesn't. It doesn't fall the fuck off. It just—I mean, like it's like suddenly I, I have this little wet, dry sensation at my ankle of my pant leg. No, I mean it could just like the in, like the inside is just like they just dangle. Okay, okay. So you're talking about the labias, the 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 lips, the the no. they'll, they'll begin to stretch. No, I'm talking about your insides, like your 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 walling on the inside of your vagina. But but if that comes out. out, doesn't that technically just become part of the lips? I might have to draw you a picture. <laughs> No, thank you. It's like, how, how do you, but then like, how do you, it's like you have to, I mean, how do you push that back in? Do you remember those little gelatin things that had the hole that goes all the way through, but like, no matter how much you squeezed it, it would constantly move up and there was like a glitter color inside of it. It was supposed to be some sort of like legitimate kid toy, but really you look at it and it's like, that's a flesh something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, but you would, you would, you would pull on it, and you and you would squeeze it to the through the top, and it would just keep climbing, like it would just keep moving. Um, but that's kind of what I picture. Like if that comes out, you just gotta push it back up and in whenever you're ready to use. Like it's like you gotta pull back the curtains. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's just start pushing things in there. I I, I heard a new phrase recently, and 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 it it, it did disturb me. Because, again, there's so many problems with, you know, demoralizing women and, and making everything about them derogatory. Yeah. But you you know the, the excess of the lips? Uh-huh. Roast beef curtains. Yes. That is disgusting. You've never heard that before. I don't. I mean, it's one thing to have lips, but I hate the what it's called. Roast beef curtains? Or like, beef meat is another uh, term I heard. Uh, I mean, at least it's not pork chop. That's not much better. No. Or especially when they look like they went through the grinder at like Arby's, the beef oh. grinder. <laughs> oh, that should be a new plastic surgery. The the beef lip reduction. 
Well, no, well, no, they, they, well, see, they do have that, they do have surgery to have that removed now. Huh. Which we will, new we, every day. Which we will get into on another show. It's already planned out, but, uh, but yeah, just very quickly about that. Yeah, I, I, I was disgusted by that terminology. And, and kids are using these terms. Yeah. Ew. Let, let, let that sink in for a disgusting minute. So, but yeah, and, and so they do have surgery to correct it because, some, I mean, because, you know, some lips is okay, but there comes a point, I mean, because some people have, I don't know if, I don't know if there's an actual condition name for it, but some are excessive. Huh. I will say that right now. Um, I don't think, I don't have that problem, I guess, so I don't really understand it, but I guess I can visual. Okay. Well, maybe with my vagina falls out when I'm like 80. It, well, but see, here's here's the thing, though. It's not just a condition for old people. It happens in very young people as well. Oh, that's sad. So, so, so it's not an age thing. It's just the genetics of what, you know, just the way it grew in. Oh, that has to be horrible for their self-esteem, too. Based on society and what, you know, especially in porn, you look at a completely shaven, clean pussy with no nothing sticking out of it, you know, and then, you know, your 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 lips are about as big as some people's dicks, you know, things, will, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's like trying to take center stage at a drama class it's like where the fuck is the hole where's the opening i don't know where the curtains end and i can begin this <laughs> yeah, you're, well yeah you're, you're waving your hands like i know it's around here somewhere <laughs> if you're in there just scream Right, right. And, and you know, I, I don't want to be insensitive. You know, I, I do understand the concern. And, you know, if, if you if you get the surgery, fine. If you don't, then that's fine, too. You know, make it your choice. Own it. Just own it. Yeah. Just own it at that point. Because not every male's penis is perfect. So own it. Well, yeah, but I think that's too generalized. Because th that just means that you have to lower your standards because theirs is low of you now that you have that. And I don't think that's true. I don't think it should be true. It can be true, but that's not something that I would want anybody thinking, I, in, in my opinion. What? That just because, you know, penises aren't great, I don't need to worry about anything on me. I, the male penis is so ugly. And I don't stand alone on this. No, I no. know I'd... Women, ladies, ladies, if you agree... Let us know. Write it up. No, no, no. See, <laughs> don't even waste your breath. That's a, it's a given. But, uh, but, but at, at the same time, there's a lot of things about you guys that you stink. We stink? What do you, you mean? smell down there. Like roses. <laughs> <laughs> Denial table for one thousand million billion people. <laughs> no. Well, no, but, 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 you know, you don't like the way it looks and we worry about the, the odor. Order. But it but it varies person to person. It depends yes. on your pH balance. It's not a given. Yes. Which we're we're winding down to the end of this show. So I once again have to because remember I, I did mention it, but I didn't talk about it. My second experience, the horrific thing. Uh -oh. we we will have to get into that another time, but it's along those lines. Oh, we have to talk about my experience with uh with Shredder. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> I don't even know what that would be a reference to. Oh, well, that's a topic you'll have to stay tuned for. I will call him Shredder. Let's see. Oh, okay. Yes. We'll see. Now you now you know what uh, we, we have in store for you next time. <laughs> exactly. And that concludes this edition of the What the Sex podcast. I'm Sarah D. And I'm JP. And remember, this has just been Between Us, The Sheets, 
and anywhere else we fancy. I can't wait for the next time. Ciao. That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio.